This is The Book of Life, a podcast that uncovers life lessons from Judaism's most important book, helping you power your day with purpose. Here is Ruchi Koval. One of the most fascinating stories in Israeli history that I have ever come across is the story of Brother Daniel, otherwise known by his given name, Shmuel Oswald Rufison. Oswald was born Jewish in Poland in 1922, and he survived the Nazi invasion. He was actually born right near Auschwitz, and he functioned as an informer. Um, He was able to infiltrate the local police station as a translator under a false identity as a German Pole. He was able to let the Jews of his community know when the Nazis were coming, and he saved many lives, including those of the students of the Mir Yeshiva, which was one of the biggest rabbinical schools in Poland at the time. The students survived and escaped to America via Shanghai in a remarkable story of its own. Uh, But Oswald actually went into hiding at some point in a convent of the Sisters of the Resurrection, and he went on to convert to Christianity of his own accord, and eventually became a Catholic priest, taking on the name Brother Daniel. So after the war, Oswald tried many times to move to Israel to join his order's monastery. In 1959, he was given a one-year residence permit after agreeing to give up his Polish citizenship. He applied for Israeli citizenship under the law of return, which allows Jews to immigrate to Israel. He said, my ethnic origin is and always will be Jewish. I have no other nationality. If I am not a Jew, what am I? I did not accept Christianity to leave my people. I added it to my Judaism. I feel like a Jew. But the Israeli government denied his application, and Oswald appealed to the Israeli Supreme Court. So in 1962, the Supreme Court upheld the decision. Converting to another religion invalidates one's access to Israeli citizenship under the law of return. And in the end, Oswald stayed in Israel, anyway, serving as a Carmelite friar and acquired Israeli citizenship through naturalization. The case sparked a huge public debate about Jewish identity. And for me, it's a really startling story that speaks to the following question. How far gone do you have to go before you are no longer yourself? See, Jewish law upholds that a Jew no matter what she has done, no matter how far she has fallen, no matter what she wears, says, does, believes, or practices, is still a Jew. Because Judaism believes that you can always come back. Rabbi Israel Salanter was a Lithuanian 19th century rabbi and scholar, and he once encountered a shoemaker working on his shoes late at night. Sir, Rabbi Salanter said, it's late. Why don't you close up shop and get some rest? So the shoemaker responds, as long as the candle is burning, there is still time to repair. Rabbi Salanter got very excited about those words. He would repeat them over and over again in their simple profundity. As long as our candle, our spark, our soul is burning, there is still time to repair ourselves. There's still time to grow, to change, to become. Because where there's life, there's hope. The Torah portion of this week contains one of the most stirring promises that God makes to the Jewish people. 
Quote, when you have children and grandchildren and will have been long in the land, you will grow corrupt and you will do evil in the eyes of God to anger him. I appoint heaven and earth this day to bear witness against you that you will perish quickly from the land to which you are crossing the Jordan to possess. You will not have lengthy days upon it, for you will be destroyed. God will scatter you among the peoples, and you will be left few in number among the nations. From there you will seek God, and you will find him, if you search for him with all your heart and all your soul. When you are in distress, and all these things have befallen you at the end of days, you will return to God, for God is a merciful God. He will not abandon or destroy you, and he will not forget the promise of your forefathers that he swore to them. End quote. That's Deuteronomy chapter 4. So Moses, in this prophetic proclamation, is encouraging the Jewish people that no matter how far gone they are and no matter how badly they failed at nationhood or personhood, for that matter, that God will never give up on them. And God will always give them opportunities to come back and find their way. The way I see it, the fact that the Jewish people even exists after all the persecution, all the anti-Semitism, all the assimilation, all the dispersion is nothing short of a miracle. It is the fulfillment of a promise that's over 4,000 years old. Look, we all make mistakes and we all do things we're not proud of. And sometimes those mistakes, they feel like they define us. Sometimes it just feels like we can't move forward from those mistakes. How far gone do you have to go before you are no longer yourself? And Judaism responds, there is no such thing as too far gone. There is nothing too bad to come back from. A few months ago, I went to Miami with my husband and daughter for winter break. So we rented an Airbnb at Collins and 88th Street, for those of you who are familiar with the area. And as we were walking to the beach on the first day, I noticed this huge construction site with a gaping hole in the ground. And it dawned on me that this was the site of the former infamous Champlain Towers in Surfside that tragically collapsed last year, killing nearly 100 people. I mean, for a minute, I just stood there like rooted to the spot, thinking of the death and destruction that took place here. It was like the gaping hole in the ground was a mute memorial to the senseless tragedy. I really struggled because the debris had been cleared away and something new was obviously going to be built here. I mean, it seemed insensitive, like almost crass. For several long minutes, I stood there just grappling with these thoughts. But eventually I came to realize something. A hole in the ground is also the way you build something new. A hole in the ground can symbolize loss and tragedy but it can also symbolize fresh construction and the laying of new foundations. Sometimes the same hole in the ground represents both. I think of ground zero, how the gaping holes serve as a monument, a message. When there is a hole hollowed out inside of me, either because I've been harmed by others or myself, I have a choice to make. What am I gonna do with that space? What am I going to build with it? In what way can that space become a foundation for something new and beautiful? Brother Daniel's story reminds us that once a Jew, always a Jew. That mistakes don't erase your identity. And Jewish law reminds us that there is no misdeed 
too egregious to return from. Rabbi Salanter and his friend the shoemaker taught us that where there's life, there's hope. The Torah portion of the week encourages us that even though we as a nation have strayed far from our purpose, we can always come back and find our way home, that God will never give up on us or let us flounder. Never underestimate the power of renewal. Never give up on yourself. Never say it's too late because it is never, ever too late. This is the Book of Life. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Ruchi again next time for more meaning and inspiration from Judaism's most important book to power your day with purpose. You're listening to a Momentum Podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.